0: Picked up by
1: Garland, head fakes, drives to the lane. Gobert swatted it, Conley, three from the right side, swish, Mike Conley, no, offensive rebound, Gobert spins back the lane,
0: goes to the rack, and absolutely packed it with a left hand of viciousness, and the Jazz lead at 109-106. Garland shakes it. Pull up mid-ranger. Good. Eight seconds left. Garland resets with seven. Jazz by one. Garland dancing. Fires. Long three. No good. Rebound tipping around at the rim. Horn sounds. Jazz win.
2: The Utah Jazz use defense at the end. Cavaliers can't score in the final minute. Can't score in their final three shots. And the Jazz get out of Cleveland with the 109-108 win. Defense, PK, at the end of the game. Actually, I think they stayed in Cleveland. They're leaving today. They don't play till Wednesday. They will still
1: get out with a win. <laughs> I, I chose to leave. I mean, get out. I mean, like that's just a negative connotation, and I don't appreciate that being uh, you know having a fond spot for Cleveland in my heart. But yeah, it was it was a fun game. And a lot of back and forth, a lot of 15-0 run by Cleveland yeah. when the Jazz looked like they had it in control, a little more, a little less than midway through the fourth quarter. But Cleveland's a young, exciting team, man. Garland and Mobley, and Allen, and they got a little bit of a bright future, at least to be competitive. We'll see how far they can take it in the coming years. But for now, if I'm a Cleveland fan, I, I would enjoy watching that team. And then Gobert was just so dominant defensively. Oh my gosh, man. And then he had the, the the new shot, the sky jam.
2: <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> the bench jam. clearly liked it. Yeah. I think Jazz fans everywhere liked it. One point He's a
1: seven-footer.
2: Yeah, that's Gra- great. He can do it. <laughs> and he grabs an offensive <laughs> rebound, spins, and just throws that thing down. The sky jam. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. No doubt about it, man. And just so much space he covers. And he obviously covers the basket, but he can get a little on the perimeter, and you can see folks thinking, uh-uh, ain't going there. <laughs> and just so impressive defensively, and, and that he wants to do that defensively. He knows he knows where his bread's buttered, and it's on that end. And he's got to contribute offensively, and he you know, he's trying and yeah. to do that. And a lot of it is dependent upon his teammates setting him up. You know, he's not going to be able to get the ball and do a whole lot individually, uh, Conley's very good at lobbying and all that stuff to him. But, yeah, I was so impressed with him defensively and how he can really, really make a difference. And And it doesn't necessarily show up in box scores, but it shows up in the
2: win column. 20 rebounds. That's uh, at least his third 20-rebound game, and they won all of them. And he had the five blocks as well and how many more shots he altered. And, and as you point out, just people just didn't even want to try other times. Nope, not doing it. Yeah, shoot the three pretty well. 42% on 48 three-pointers, a huge number, but playing for three instead of two, and all that stuff adds up, and a one-point win. So they start the road trip with a victory in Cleveland, and Cleveland has been horrible the last three years, but as you point out, they are better this year. they got a winning record, and sixth in the East, so that's a uh, a good win over uh, over Cleveland to start the road trip. And they don't play again until Wednesday. The Timberwolves in Minnesota. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NBA.
2: Jazz will play the Wizards at the end of this road trip. The Raptors beat them 102-90. Pascal Siakam, 31 points in that victory. And the Rockets, a rare win. They beat the Pelicans 118-108. to 108. Houston now... 7-16, and, and they put together a win streak here after that terrible start. They've actually won six in a row now, so. The Rockets picking up steam.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utes get a
2: Pac-12 win. They beat Cal at home Sunday afternoon, 66-58. Booth, gosh, leading the way with 19 points. The Utes were down at halftime, but came out of locker room on a run, took the lead, and uh, they also defended the the Bears. No buckets in the last four minutes, only some free throws. So the Jazz get the win, or the Jazz, the Utes get the win over Cal, who isn't very good. But there's a few not very good teams. There's a chance to win some games and get towards the middle of the league, and they take care of Cal at home. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to help me on that. I didn't pay attention. BYU beat Missouri State Saturday, 74-68. You pay attention to that one. There's a lot of football going on Saturday. Nope. Barcelo went for 21 in that win. Saw the score. Weber State stays undefeated. They are 8-0 after beating Portland State and Southern Utah, like Weber State, 2-0 in the Big Sky, after beating Idaho, 81-75. They were picked to be 1-2 in the Big Sky, and they're both off to 2-0 starts.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag
2: NFL. NFL, most of the big dogs won yesterday. The Chiefs have got a win streak going. They won five in a row after beating the Broncos in the primetime game. The Lions finally got a win, winning on the last play of the game, their first win of the season. Kyler Murray is back and looking good for Arizona, best record in the NFL. 33 22, he threw for a couple scores and ran for a couple of scores. How come they're at my Cardinals now? Because they won. You just <laughs> get it when they lose. It's total front running in reverse. By you? Yes. Do you want to be your Cardinals? They can be your Cardinals. They can be my heroes. Could be heroes for the whole state of Arizona the way they're playing. We'll see if they keep this going. 10 and 2, and one of the two losses was without Murray, so they are having a great season so far. Steelers have been up and down. They win an exciting game. Baltimore scores right at the end of the game. Decides to go for two with just seconds left. Ball off the receiver's hands. Hits the ground. That's the ball game. The Steelers approved to 6-5-1. and one. And the Ravens, one of the few big dogs to lose yesterday. They are now 8-4. and four. Every division leader in the AFC is 8-4. Four. four teams all tied for the best record, although that can change tonight. If the Patriots win, they'll improve to 9-4. They are at the Bills tonight. Good Monday night football game those two. Separated by a half game at the top of the AFC East. Stats were a little better for uh, Zach Wilson. He threw a couple touchdown passes and ran one in. But the Jets couldn't convert any extra points. And the defense couldn't get stops. And the Eagles beat the Jets 33-18. And Tom Brady... Four touchdowns. TB twelve, looking good. Did throw a pick six. I guess that would be a fifth touchdown. Bucks beat the Falcons thirty to seventeen. They are nine and three. They stay just a game behind the Cardinals in the race for the best record in the NFL. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Utah.
2: You are back from Las Vegas, PK, where the Utes dominate oregon in a strikingly similar fashion to the way they did two weeks ago up big at halftime and they cruised to the victory how electric was it inside the building looked pretty good on tv oh yeah it was really cool man especially where i sat
1: you know the press box side which was the oregon side and that's where the oregon fans are right below and you couldn't really see them because they're down below you you have to lean over practically so the point being, the other three sides of the stadium, the two end zones and the Utah side, was just dominantly red. I mean, they announced a crowd of 56,000, and you would think that it would be at least 45,000 of it that was red. Uh, and then, of course, a lot of Oregon fans took off at the end of the third quarter. And uh, it was just absolutely, was a home game, and it was just a glorious, crowning achievement. I mean, the Rose Bowl is the best bowl game you can go to. It's, it's, it's inarguable. And they're going. It's the best game that you can earn your way in. The other stuff, I mean, the play, they, they vote ya. you. You got to get voted in. You didn't have any votes. You didn't need any freaking people deciding some boardroom. No, it's decided on the field. We kick your A once, we kick your A twice. And that's exactly what it is. It's the best bowl that you can earn. It's without question the best bowl that you can earn. And they earned it. They dominated and and the drama around Cristobal. I mean, well, reading this morning, you know, he's got an eighty-five million dollar offer. He went four and three last year. What makes this guy? And and Phil Knight, you don't want to piss off Phil Knight. this is this is college sports we're talking about, people. And I don't want to piss him off. He's eighty-three years old, but I don't want to piss him off. And now, can can Cristobal come back? Because he's upset. Phil Knight, who's donated and given over $1 billion. Let that sink in. It is so sweet to see Oregon get it handed to them again. It couldn't be sweeter. Any team. And it so happens to be the Utes. Good on them. And a lot of people, they they got at me. Did you get in your full frontal? Yes, I did. I said I was going to give Whittingham a full frontal hug, and I did. On the field, I said I was going to do that. The only issue was it was not Kyle; it was Freddie. <laughs> it was a Whittingham. I couldn't get to Freddie, or I couldn't get to Kyle. <laughs> it was—they had a little carded off, and he got near it. The little old dudes, get out! Get back! Get back! Not that I didn't try, but I saw several people try. I mean, I didn't need to be right there, but I was behind the little area, and where Freddie. Freddie was very emotional, man. Everybody he was crying with his kids, and then he looked at me and ah. And I, was, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had an official um, introduction. He introduced himself and shook my hand. Two. Ben Seckler. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> Spoke with him for a couple of seconds there. I spoke with his daughter, very nice lady. He's got multiple daughters, probably Lisa. I have no, I no idea. I'm not, dude. I don't run in your circles, man. <laughs> Jeez, I don't go on private planes. I don't. I don't live the life you live. I'm just a schmo.
2: Uh. <laughs> but you hung with Spence Eccles. He walked right by me introduced himself uh, I was talking I've to, heard you talking on the radio I'm Spence and I know who you are Well, <laughs> dr. Petron
1: I was talking to him do you know you know PK and so he sort of did it himself uh, yeah, with uh, the facilitator there but yeah the, the game speaks for itself all the other stuff is just fun to be there of course and I knew you'd fans would respond uh, I saw some guy said we'll be there in there uh, some some internet thing I saw We'll be in the Rose Bowl in mass, and he spelled it I-N-M-A-S-S. So let's hear it for the Catholics. <laughs>
2: all right. Get, get the priest, get the nuns, we'll be there get in to the, the mass. Rose Bowl. Why wouldn't priests and nuns like the Rose
1: Bowl? And then I was, uh, you know, it was a long on-field ceremony, as it always is for the winners, and I'm standing by the South's end zone, and all these youth fans are leaning over, and there's security right there. And... All these people are yelling at me, carrying it on. They wanted me to flash to you. I said, okay, I'll do it, but you will not put it on social media. So I did it for him. Another guy he says, hey, could you say uh, hello to my son and I'll video it? I think his name is Brian or something, or Bob, I don't know, Brandon, whatever. And I said, hello, Brian, and I love you. <laughs>
2: Everybody's in a good mood. Everything's funny, no matter how much the nonsense. When you win, everything is awesome. And there's this this little uh, security gal. She looked at me about
1: 65, and she's looking at me like, I "I don't know, man. I'm I'm on the radio in Salt Lake. What can I tell you? She's like, who are you, and why is this a thing? Yeah. I "I got dozens of them yelling at me, carrying on. It was just a grand night, man, And, and good for them. They earned it.
2: Kyle's a hell of a coach. All you people who wanted him fired because you didn't think he'd get you where you want to go. I know. They've gotten real quiet on social media the last few weeks. Yep. All right. It's into the uh, Rose Bowl now to face number 6, Ohio State. That's
1: exactly what you wanted. You wanted the highest-ranked possible team to show how good you are. You didn't want Iowa. You wanted Ohio State,
2: and you got them. Now you can really have this opportunity to go show them. 3 p.m. ESPN, New Year's Day. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Utah State.
2: The Aggies threw it, they threw it some more, and they threw it some more after that. Logan Bonner, 318 yards passing, four touchdowns, and the Aggies blow out San Diego State 46-13 in the Mountain West Conference title game. They win in L.A., and that earns them in two weeks a trip back to L.A. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, SoFi Stadium, where the Rams and Chargers play, and they will face Oregon State December 18th, 530 on ABC That'll be a doubleheader locally. BYU will play in the Independence Bowl at 130, and that'll be followed by that. Utah State game, win number 10 for the Aggies, the conference championship from a one-win season to a 10-win season. Turnarounds don't get much better than that, PK.
1: Not at all, man. Complete and total dominance. You have to tip you hat, but I didn't think they could do it, and they did it. And you got to be excited for them to be able to do what they did. And, uh, geez, you got to like their chance against to Oregon State. Go, go get that. Go
0: get 11 friggin' wins, man. DJ PK. Hashtag BYU.
2: Cougars drop from 12 to 13 in the final college football playoff rankings. Cougars will take on UAB in the Independence Bowl a week from Saturday, 1.30 on ABC. UAB's 8-4, played a couple teams who were ranked at the time, lost to UTSA and lost to Georgia this year. So they get another crack at a ranked team in the Cougars and BYU favored in that game. Want to take a shot at the spread in that one? UAB—that's a little tough. You haven't been following them; none of us have. Actually, I have uh, my sister's. Uh, they're not married,
1: but they've been together for a long time, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, his sister is on like the board that played a significant role in getting the football program restarted. Oh, really? She's a, a university employee at U- UAB. So I followed all through him, and he told me about all this stuff. Oh, a lot right. of politics there in Alabama. Yeah, and then what a blow it was. And nobody wants to see any programs, men, woman, child, who cares what it is, athletically be dropped, no doubt about it. Uh, so, I mean, it's a come down, but, uh, yeah. The good thing is for for and I, I would put the uh, point somewhere around eight, eight and a half. That's nine. what it is, eight. Um, the good thing, you know, there's a there's an end on the horizon. If this was like year five of a 12-year independent run, I could see where BYU fans would really, really be down because you didn't even get the best team out of the thing because their conference can decide the team must stay local and all that I understand why they did what they did, and it's...
2: What five or six hours away from uh, UAB? UTSA yeah. is going to uh, yeah. a game up in Frisco, which yeah. is a little north of Dallas. Right. I meant for UAB.
1: It's a yeah. geographically closer, so I, I get why they would. Did, did I don't know that I see much of a difference, and I, but I understand why BYU fans would be let down because you thought you had a shot. I didn't think you had a chance at the New Year's Day outside chance of the other one, but uh, that didn't happen either. So go win the game. Whoever decides to play or not play and. And away you go. And the good thing is, you know, you got one more year of this, and then you can, you can step up.
2: All the uh, New Year's Six stuff that was all set up by the Power Fives to benefit the Power Fives. So in a couple years, when you're in the Power Fives, maybe it'll benefit you. Yeah, right now it obviously doesn't. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Playoffs are set. Alabama, after blowing out Georgia, is the number one seed, and they are going to play undefeated Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. Michigan and Georgia will meet in the Orange Bowl. And there you go. There's your New Year's Eve and New Year's Day semifinal games. But Alabama and Young sure looked awesome. Where was that? The week before, right? Or the month before. Certainly the week before.
1: His arm looked like it was a cannon, and they were really good.
2: Michigan did what they were supposed to do. They blew out Iowa, and Cincinnati did what they were supposed to do with a 15-point win over Houston. And with Oklahoma State getting beaten inches from the goal line, that pretty much set up the playoffs right there. Yeah, so, man, if you want to win your
1: conference championship, let's see, Baylor and Utah, they got one thing in common. The Spring Game Boy. Have him be in your uh, program yeah. for a little bit. The Spring Game Boy leaves. They both win. Charlie Brewer is now relegated to be known the Spring Game Boy. That's in honor of our friend here. Who's I'm a lawyer. Was. The Spring Game Boy. SGB. <laughs> and I just thought of that right now, by the way. That's funny, though. <laughs> just before you make any proclamations, just check with me first. I will.
2: I absolutely <laughs> will. It's always my favorite thing to do.
1: You can make them in soccer and basketball, because you know more about that than I do. But over here, I tried to talk you off the ledge with Spring Game Boy. You want
2: to listen? Oklahoma hired Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables to replace Lincoln Riley. He now, you knew that was coming. D.C. at OU.
1: Because I went to the bathroom last week, and I came back, and I can so we see your computer, and you had his Wikipedia page up. Who is Brent Venables? Yeah, so you knew it was coming.
2: Your sources. There were reports last
1: week,
2: <laughs> and we'll wait for Mario Cristobal's decision later today. Let's see what, what Domino's. Did, when did we decide he was Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick,
1: and Vince Lombardi and Nick Saban? He was four and three last
2: year. Now you're <sighs> counting last year. You've been saying last year doesn't really count. It does for him. They played seven games. It's not four not three.
1: Seven games is, is a fair amount of games. He played at Miami in the late 80s, early
2: 90s. I don't give 90s. a crap
1: where he played. What makes him big deal? That they gotta give him all this money and all this drama? And, then, and the Oregon? You gotta act like you gotta have him? What the hell has he ever done?
2: Won the league at 4-3. and three.
1: <laughs> No, he didn't. He only got in because Washington had the COVID. Asterisk! <laughs> true second in the division and you're Oregon and and then you got to you got to get a transfer quarterback from Boston College who isn't any good
2: and you couldn't go with the other guy my goodness they were miserable we'll find out who wins and or loses the crystal Bulls sweepstakes later well, today well the loser Otherwise, doesn't they realize win. they're actually the winner <laughs> cuz they can save a whole hell of a lot of money
0: dj and pk Hashtag
2: RSL. RSL loses in the Western Conference final. Timbers score in the first five minutes and then bank a second goal off the post, off the keepers, backing in. And they get the win. They will host the MLS Cup, New York City FC coming out next weekend. For RSL now, waiting for the new owner and the new coach. And what direction will they take going into next season? It was a heck of a run, but how many are you going to win on the road in a row? They had won four in a row; they would have had to win six in a row on the road to win it all. And it yeah, finally man. comes to an end. Tough week for you.
1: Tough weekend. The Aztecs go down, and you flew up on your own to be a fan over there. And it is Not fly up on my own. Didn't Why? know you had you had a pilot. <laughs> I, I understand that. <laughs> Then I saw something. I was reading it. This is soccer for you. I think it, I don't know, Rooseneck or somebody. Well, we got to decide soon because January will be here before you know it. Yeah, three freaking weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the contracts all end, December 31. The, the, the sport that never ends. It's like New York City. It never sleeps. February 27th is the first game. Oh, geez. Enjoy a couple of weeks. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Ready break. Family on three. <laughs> DJ
2: and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball.
2: Buck O'Neill, champion of black ballplayers during a monumental eight-decade career on and off the field, joining Gil Hodges, Minnie Minoso, Tony Oliva, Jim Catt, and Bud Fowler. Being elected Jim Cot, sorry. being elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on Sunday by a pair of veteran committees. Uh, of the two, of the six, excuse me, of the six will be enshrined only two Tony Oliva, Jim Cott, both 83-year-olds are uh, still alive. So they will head into Cooperstown next So Tony time. Oliva's going? Yes. Oh, sweet. Why is that sweet? Because
1: my right-across-the-street neighbor, his family is from Cuba. And he was from Cuba himself. He was born in the U.S., but his parents were from Cuba. Spoke nothing but Spanish. And just absolutely, he loved Tony Oliva. Tony Leva was, when I was like 10 years old, Tony Leva was his guy because he was from Cuba, and he was one of their own. I mean, the family literally. It was like the the, the, the Lucy show. The dad was in a band
2: in New York. You know, we only lived like 25 miles away. He wasn't the band leader, but they were from Cuba. It wasn't a perfect match. Yeah. Did, did Fred Nethel live downstairs? How many similarities were well, they just that? had
1: a house across the street. Fred Nethel lived uh, uh I don't know where they lived, but they lived in New York, right? No, this. So, so he traveled in from Jersey, and I just he. I knew all about Tony Oliva, because he always used to tell me. And you know what was baffling to me? They had a dog, but the dog only. And I couldn't grasp this. The dog only responded in Spanish.
2: So. <laughs> Yeah, they, the dog spoke Spanish and that blew your mind
1: It did as a kid, yeah, I'm 10 years old thinking, Wow, the dog speaks Spanish Yeah, you know, if you told him to sit, whatever Blah, 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 all the commands you would give a dog Were in Spanish The mom didn't speak a word English When I would go over and listen, to the boy's name was Nelson and 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 if he was sleeping She would just put her hands together Like she was praying and put it on her cheek to let you know what was going on. Yeah. And I say, come on, Dorme, Dorme, Dorme. I get it. I speak Spanish.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. So he loved Tony Oliva, and Tony Oliva's always stuck with me all these years. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing? There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're joined now by Rod Rex, Lindright Mortgage. And Rod, everything changes all the time. There's new limits for 2022 for loans. Tell us all about them.
3: Yeah, the new 2022 loan limits were announced just last week. And the good news is they went up by almost $100,000. So you can get a conforming loan limit up to $647,200. And most lenders, you can't get that until January 1. But with LendRite Mortgage, we can actually lock and close on those loans here in the month of December. So if you're looking to buy or refinance, you can do it with a conventional loan instead of having to get a jumbo loan at that higher interest rate. So definitely now is the time to act. You can still get a rate in the twos on the 16 to 30-year terms, and you can still get a rate in the ones on the eight to 15-year terms. So. Call us this week, and we can actually close on those new limits here in the month of December.
2: So you've got, uh, for people who are looking to remodel, consolidate debt, uh, take money out and invest it, whatever they're looking to do, now's the time to do it?
3: Yeah, this is absolutely the perfect time to do it because the Federal Reserve has announced they're going to taper their stimulus in the economy, and that's going to push those mortgage interest rates up in the coming year. So right now with those rates being still so low, you wanna tap into that equity now so you can get access to that money at a much lower interest rate than they're predicted to be in 2022. So yeah, if you're gonna refinance, remodel, uh, get some cash out to buy a car, do that home addition you've always wanted, now's the time to act because we can get you that low rate at the higher loan limits.
2: Everybody's situation can be a little different. If people have questions about uh, their particular plans, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, best thing to do is uh, call our team at 801 Approve or you can log on at lendrightmortgage.com.
2: Call Rod and his team at 801 Approve or lendrightmortgage.com. Thanks, Rod.
3: Thank you.
0: This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it fresh off a upset victory over BYU, in which UVU got the 72-65 to 65 victory in overtime. Mark Matson, head coach at UVU. This win,
2: and, and this moment, where does it rank? I just think it was a special moment for our players to be able to play in front
1: of
0: their families, their parents, a packed UCCU center. The student body of UVU, which was just, they rushed the court. Pandemonium was breaking loose after the game. The joy could be felt in the arena, and, and so it was special in that sense, and for me personally, you know, my wife and daughter we're up there you know my daughter's four months old and her bedtime is 6 30 p.m but Hannah my wife decided to bring her and so just to be able to share that with my wife and daughter meant a lot for me personally as well what kind of a show is this catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to three on 97.5 1280 the zone powered by kslsports.com
2: Hot text of Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or visit www.UtahHairMD.com. Question of the morning. We got multiple ones based on all the football over the weekend, but with where the bowl games sit now, Independence Bowl, L.A. Bowl, Rose Bowl, any issues, you're just basking in a 10-win season, bring it on. Win number 11. Make it happen. Brooks says something smells fishy, and it's coming from the college football playoff committee offices. What? What are you talking about? I think that's a BYU fan who thinks they should be in the New Year's Six Bowl. Jordan says BYU got the shaft. Notice that every team who had a bye week got bumped up the ranking, rankings oh, or stayed where they were. He didn't have a bye week. Except for BYU.
1: <laughs> Your season was over. So so n- after uh, December 18th, you've got uh, nine months of bye weeks.
2: <laughs> it wasn't a bye week. <laughs> Dave says Big 12 membership can't get here fast enough. That loss to Boise State cost BYU millions. Uh, you don't know that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree. I
1: mean, get get, get on with it. Get, get, get going immediately right now. I'm all for it, yeah. It'll make a big difference, that's for sure. Potentially. It, it, you could earn your way in... It's, hard, it's going to be harder to earn your way in, but at the same time, the path is much easier, if that makes sense. Because before, this other way, you didn't really have a pathway. Now you will, in after next season. But we really focused on a singular bowl game that defines your season. Because if you put all that into it and then lose, well, then your season sucks.
2: There's many things that can define seasons. You yeah, know, The win total. How many you win, absolutely. <laughs> Do you win a conference championship? They can't get that right now, obviously, but that will be out there, and that will define seasons. Well, the win total Beating... determines whether you win the conference championship. Beating rivals and all that stuff.
1: There's only one thing. It's win total. How many games did you win? That
2: determines the level of success of your season. Nothing else. Well, when... When you get in a conference, you can have that 9 plus 1 and then lose that one conference title game. Right now, it's just win total as an in independent. Win total. Win total determines
1: your, the success of your season. If you go a 12-1 uh, and one and lose that conference final, you still had a successful season because win total determines the success of your season. That's the number one thing. And that's like the first 50 things. Hmm. Win total. How many games
2: did you win? That's what it's about. But it's hard to ignore all the bowls being handed out right now on the weekend. That's all the big news. And BYU fans just feel left out right now. Now the rules will all change for BYU two years from now. If that matters to you, then, then you're, in, you're good to go. Ryan says, I believe BYU had a better season than Mississippi and Michigan State. Utah had more losses, lost their head-to-head, gets ranked ahead of BYU and gets Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, and BYU gets the number 3 Conference USA team, unranked UAB. Something's wrong here.
1: That's what you signed up for, though. You knew you... When you went independent for the exposure, you gave up the bowl spiel. So you so you willingly signed up for it. So now you're going to complain about something you willingly signed up for? Yes. It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: And the good news is you only have to go through this one more time because it'll all change. Uh, yeah, but you still have to earn your way. Yep. I mean, you.
1: So I don't know. That, I don't know that anything's going to change. But they will still have had a successful season. That's what I'm saying. If you put all your eggs in the bowl, then if you lose, then then you had a bad season? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that's, that's an old way of thinking, that the bowl is some big reward. The bowl is another game.
2: Some players won't even want to play in it. Unless you're going to three or four of them
1: that have some type of major influence and the Rose Bowl does. Roll around in mud, Utes. You're going to the Rose Bowl and you did it in 11 years. That's really good. You're three years off the Devils, but what the heck? You still Mm -hmm. got there. And that's something to be just ecstatic about. And if you have a chance to go go I don't take lightly finances I could have never have gone i me and granddad we didn't go to games and all that stuff we did wasn't it wasn't even a possibility in my life as a kid there was no finances that would have allowed that to happen uh, so I don't take it lightly if you I'm not gonna tell you you got to go but if you have the good fortune and I have the good fortune now to be able to afford it go You'll have the time of your life. And for BYU fans, this is the system that you signed up for. But it's only temporary now. The end is in sight. Yeah. You still got to go earn it. And maybe someday you will. You got a better chance. So you're going to be on the inside. So that, the funny thing is here in uh, two years, you're not going to care about the system, the system's
2: going to be great. was set up by the Power Five to benefit the Power Five, and you're going to be the well, I mean, Power it's a, Five. Well, I mean, it's set up by everybody.
1: Not just the, You act like it's some exclusive club. Your TV people are just as guilty. They're not Power Five. The fact is, these programs, big, it's, it, it's entertainment. They bring in the eyeballs. They bring in the advertising dollars. It's not just the Power Five.
2: Television is right there. Please. Television is right there this alongside the Power role. Five leagues. Yeah. but BYU and the Mountain West and Conference USA and whoever because they don't have, have, have the, the eyeballs.
1: If they yeah. did, then they would. It's just a, it's it's capitalism at its finest. And I know you. I understand who you voted for, so I know you're against capitalism. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Except when it benefits me. <laughs>
1: So it's not, you act like it's some people over here. It's everybody. You make a big deal about China. Everybody buys sneakers and blah, 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 blah. And you don't want to put it on the NBA guys. Okay, fine. Well, it's the same thing here. Quit putting it on the Power Five exclusively. It's on all of us. Who do we want to see in the Rose Bowl? UAB or Ohio State? Uh, Personally, (laughs) I would rather see Ohio State. I might
2: be out on a limb
1: there. Yeah. So uh, you sure a sliver? It's power five, but it's way more than that. Where's the passion? Where's the money? It's all about money. Where can how can we make the most money? That's what it's always about. And those other folks don't bring it. It's 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 not it's not junior high sports here, man, where everybody gets
2: an equal chance. Okay, but then you get upset with Oregon. Everybody doesn't get an equal chance. Phil's got the most money, so Uncle Phil's buying wins for his team. No kidding. That's why
1: it's all the sweeter when they lose. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So when that cash cow beyond belief loses, I couldn't be happier. I've been saying I hate Oregon for years. This is nothing new. Ever since he decided to fund an athletic program, I hate them. I'm just the guy who will say it, me and five trillion other people. But I have the microphone in front of my face so I can say it. But believe me, you're not going to say it. There might be some listener out there, a viewer from Oregon, who watches Channel 2. But the rest of us hate Oregon and for what they stand
2: for. Absolutely. Sign me up. Yeah. Somebody got video of him walking out of the stadium in Las Vegas, put it up, or maybe it was a still photo. But anyway, you could see him walking out. Vegas head down with
1: his entourage go read Conzano this morning I read it this morning and about how he went to the stadium and they saw nothing but red and it's so dramatic and his people that are around him and we just got to kiss his rear end left because he's king he's got the money if you want to be king have the most money then you get to be king yeah And 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 nobody says anything about what's going on and and how the things are made and all. He's a big old hero to to, the in the progressive city of Portland no less. It's progressive. (laughs) I mean, give me a friggin' break. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's what we call progressive. So it's it's sweet when they lose. I hope he does go to Miami and I hope they suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just I'm just speaking what so many of us think. That's all. And it's harsh, so and I'm out there and I'm willing to put myself out there and say the truth as I see it, my truth. It may not be other people's truth, but it's my truth. Yeah and have this program here with this dude who doesn't have an entourage and doesn't take 45 minutes to get to the post game when you lose, like he's done before. He did his 10 minutes and he got up there. All that ceremony stuff going on for Oregon, I mean for Utah, all of it. We finally make our way to the press room, and I find out Cristobal hasn't even shown up yet. It's a 10 minute cooling off period. I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. Like, what the heck? Get your butt up there. And then it was so sweet. The first work questions were about Miami. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it
2: took 45 minutes. <laughs>
1: if they ask this, what am I going to say? Yeah, but Woodingham would have got his butt up there. He suffered bitter losses twice. He didn't take forever to get
2: up there. He got up there and he answered the questions. Well, he usually he starts with an opening statement and answers your questions before you ask him. Yeah. This is
1: what went right. This is what went wrong. It had to have been, what, at least 45 minutes at the before he got up there and answered the questions. And I thought it was awesome. The, 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 the Oregon media just peppering him about Miami. What are you going to talk about? You got your butt kicked for a second week in a row. And now Canzano was talking about this morning that these negotiations and contacts have been going on since November. Since before the Utes played him the first time. Capitalism, baby. <laughs> Yeah, What's this? student athletes. College football isn't the most two-faced sport ever in the history of sports. I don't know what is, but if your team wins, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and Utah this morning—it's the most beautiful thing ever. It's not the most hypocritical thing; it's the most beautiful thing.
2: Brooks says two bowls in the sunny LA area and one in Shreveport. Sounds good to me. Shreveport—you can, can get some good weather there.
1: I haven't looked at the, well, it's two weeks out, so who knows what the forecast is. Uh, but, yeah. And Ute fans, oh, my gosh. I went golfing Saturday th- in St. George. Uh, I literally might have been the only one, my wife and I, who did not have full Ute regalia. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, I got to play with a father and son, Carl, Carl Sr. and Carl Jr. How are you this morning? Carl Sr. is a salesman on the road. And I introduced myself. I'm Pat. I'm Carl. He looks at me. Pat from the radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Pat. <laughs> it was fun to play with. And they were so giddy. I get it, man. Everybody's I, in a good mood now. Yeah, and the and we went to Coral Canyon. And it was just packed with Ute people. Absolutely packed with Ute people. Stopping the way back. Uh-huh. Play 18. Yeah. Yeah, or staying down there the weekend, whatever it might yeah. be. Absolutely, man. revel in it. Because your little program that doesn't have some major billion dollar funding got to the Rose Bowl in your 11th year. I couldn't be happier for those guys. What an achievement. Absolutely grand achievement, man. You are going to the Granddaddy. Your team is going to run out there on that uh, probably sunny afternoon. It'll just be absolutely awesome. I'll be down there just thinking about this. And I'm a schmo who hasn't done much. But I will have covered the Final Four, the Sugar Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl,
2: and the Rose Bowl. Maybe you're not a schmo, and maybe you've done more than. How many guys not much? in our Salt Lake media market can say that?
1: Uh, uh, I'm trying
2: to think who Am I the only schmo who's done that? Uh, because a lot of the people who would have gone to the Final Four, they're dead, have retired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Brad Rock. He was in the best of health as far as I know.
1: <laughs> well you
2: kinda pause, of so I dramatic. <laughs> Brad is still well alive and well. Yes. All right, DJ and PK it's ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Give me some Minky Couture, would you? I think I will. It's right on the last one. Minky Couture wants to help you out this holiday season with the perfect gift. Stop by any location from Ogden to St. George today. Mention Zone 50 and save 50%. Guys, it's a no-brainer. You get in today, you save 50%, and you get the best gift ever from Minky Couture. All right, coming up, 8 o'clock this morning, we will be talking football with Riley Jensen, our college football insider. Yes, Sweet. Moved him up. Figure why have him talk about all these games on Wednesday? You can talk about him on Monday. He already thinks what he thinks. Oh, you told him to move him up then? Yeah, then. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking on Monday. I'm like, well, why don't we move him up? I could tell. I need to show you his text exchange. I, I had could, with Riley yesterday. I could
1: tell. Yeah. Oh, I, I texted him Saturday. I said I offer my humble, most sincere apologies. So we went back and forth a little bit.
2: Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman, is going to join us at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.
0: This is
2: unright. Guys are doing a hell of a job. So here's my question to you. Are the Jazz like a three, four, five team that can't beat, beat a really good basketball team? Or are the Jazz a team They
0: can beat they've beaten
2: really good basketball teams. No, no, no. Teams. They've I'm, lost a the bad
0: I'm not talking
2: about You're it, talking about in the playoffs. I'm talking about in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally convinced of the Utah Jazz.
0: That is unbelievable. Catch unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kearay. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5 1280 The Zone. Powered by KSLSports.com.
2: on level 6 at the next Utah Jazz game where there are free poppy shot games cornhole and foosball tables enjoy incredible city and mountain views while relaxing enjoying food and drink taking in the game and socializing with friends question of the morning part 2 how about the Utes dominating Oregon again Scott says really not surprising Oregon sucks and Utah's good Jeff says Oregon was way overrated good for the Utes were they way overrated P.K.? yes how'd they beat Ohio State is Ohio State way overrated Oregon was better and slipped over the course of the season I can't explain that if you want an explanation I can't give you one
1: but Oregon's way overrated yeah they stayed in there in the top 10 I mean, they're not competitive I told you weeks months ago that the quarterback wasn't
2: good enough Neither was the D-line, neither was the O-line. Yeah, but if you know your quarterback is bad, you you just don't have
1: any mojo. And we saw with the Utes, they lost two out of the three. Spring game boy wasn't good enough. And rising is, again, no no big numbers. No just, wow, I can't believe he did that type of thing. But he wins. He just wins. Devin
2: Lloyd's a big-time stud. Big time, yeah. I mean that's that's just it. that Absolutely interception. Obvious. Feel like all of the air went out of Oregon at that point at fourteen nothing. No,
1: I feel like it went out at seven zero. I tweeted that's uh, seven zero. Start planning for Ohio game planning for Ohio State. Go look back. yeah, uh, as soon as they went down and drove down the field like they did with relative ease, this game's over because Oregon didn't have enough offense to do anything. And Ludwig is a master. He didn't get the credit. Don't hear about him. Joe Moorhead. Oh, man. Joe Moorhead. He missed the game against Stanford. That's why. The, who the hell is Joe Moorhead? <laughs> Jeez. Like, like he's freaking Norm Chow times 500,000. now the head coach at Akron. Yeah, good. Joe Moorhead. They didn't have Joe Moorhead that game. Oh, my gosh. They shouldn't even have played. Joe Moorhead wasn't there. How do you expect to compete without Joe Moorhead? It's impossible. No team has ever won without Joe Moorhead. The insanity of it all. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't explain that Ohio State won. I don't know what happened. I'm glad it did, but I don't know what happened. But all I know is the Utes just destroyed these guys too times in a row what is it 76 to 17 something like that oh my freaking gosh
2: that'd be exactly what it is
1: yeah complete and total dom o nation this is a really good team i've been saying for weeks that they're going to go to the rose bowl i've been saying for weeks that they're a top 10 team and they are and that's why it's so cool that they get to play ohio state
2: is Ohio State sixth? Well, go ahead and say they're going to beat Ohio State. That's what, that's what all Ute fans want to hear. Or do you believe that yet? Yeah, it's three
1: weeks, four weeks away, man. I don't make my stone-cold
2: lock presi- predictions <laughs> before their time. Stone-cold locks. <laughs> I can see you do some late-night TV ad. I'm PK. Here's my stone-cold locks. We'll have to see. I'll do my deep dives, go
1: behind the scenes, Get in the uh, football facility at 5.15 ahead
2: of Morgan Scally. Ah, nice. That way you'll know <laughs> what happens in the facility at 5.30.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he sleeping in for? <laughs> <laughs> I told Scally he ruined my Phoenix golf vacation over Christmas. As my credential application was submitted last night. By our esteemed leader, Nate Dowdle. Former intern at Channel, or at at ours, uh, no, he wasn't an intern, he was a producer. He was our morning show producer. Yeah. In the early days. Yeah. And now he's my boss. I give him the utmost respect. And the good thing about that, I gave him the utmost respect when he was below me. Now that he's above me, no difference. It's the kind of guy I am. At a kid. When you've been on the bottom, of course you know how to treat people right.
2: If there's one reason Oregon lost to or Oregon beat Ohio State, it's cuz Ohio State struggles to defend the run. We will be talking about that in the coming weeks. I also think Michigan. that was early.
1: I mean, they had a freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, you got to, you got to allow teams to develop. Well, Ohio State, I don't I don't look at them. Oh, they lost to Oregon, so what? I mean, they should be canceled. No. I mean, you you got to allow no no team Alabama lost. And they just looked absolutely awesome, and they lost. So things happen. Can't
2: be perfect all the time. They struggle against the run. If the Utes can run the ball, that's the Kyle Winningham recipe for victory. Maybe it'll pay off New Year's Day. We got a few weeks, though, to ponder that. Coming up, Riley Jensen, college football insider, mental performance coach, will join us next to talk about those conference title games. And Nick Ford, Ute offensive lineman at 9.05. And we are joined right now by Rod Rex from LendRight Mortgage. What is a freedom loan, and why should our listeners be interested in that, Rod?
3: Yeah, the best part of the Freedom Loan is that uh, we can get you the same or lower interest rate than you can get from your bank or credit union or any other mortgage lender, and we can cover 100% of your closing costs just because of our lower fees and our simple business model. We're able to pass along that savings to our clients. And so it just gives you an opportunity to save a bunch of upfront closing costs and get the same or lower interest rate that you get from any other lender you get from us without those costs.
2: And so right now is the time to go do it, tap into the equity, because financially things are changing. This is the best time?
3: Yeah, this is definitely the best time just because interest rates, uh, all the economists are predicting that they will move higher, possibly significantly higher in the coming year, just because inflation is coming in at 30 year highs. Uh, those mortgage rates right now are still in the twos on a 16 to 30 year term. And you can get on those shorter terms, eight to 15 years, get a rate still in the ones. So right now, if you refinanced a $300,000 loan, uh, you're going to save literally tens of thousands in interest uh, to lock in these low fixed rates right now versus waiting to do that next year when rates have gone up.
2: So for people to get more information and start the process, how should they get a hold of you?
3: Best thing to do is just give us a call at 801 approve. Our team will take great care of you, or you can log on at lendrightmortgage.com. 801
2: approve, 801 approve or lendrightmortgage.com. Thanks, Rod.
3: Thank you.